plus a causing. Find the left tonight, going to be mostly cloudy with that low dip at 27. Intervals of clouds and sunshine tomorrow, high 41. Strong winds develop to kick off the weekend Saturday with rain and snow at times up to 2 inches, becoming all rain, high 46. Couple of snow showers, news and talk authority, AM 1240 WATN. Now, AM 1240 WATN presents Live at 5 with Glenn Curry. Sponsored by Herringer's Contracting, the roof people who call you back. This is Live at 5 with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this. Bada bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. <laughs> Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. You a This is Live at Five, Live at Five, Live at Five. There we go. That's how I test out the microphone to see if it's working. So, you know, throwing out uh, names of cartoons that no one ever heard of. Anyway, it's a Thursday. Uh, I'm here. Uh, first time today. <laughs> go figure. I did not, repeat, did not hear the hotline show. So, uh, you know, if I missed anything, whatever. Give me a shout. Uh, I, actually, I did hear something. Someone said they were talking about, well, you know, the, the golf course, of course. Plus, we got somebody on the phone. And uh, we should have a sponsor for the guessing game at the outset of every show, whether it's this one or the hotline show. When someone's calling in, I got in here a couple of minutes ago, and it's been blinking ever since I got in here. Is it Jason Trainer? Is it Tim the Enchanter? <sighs> Who is it? Does, does anyone know? So that would be, let's, uh, let's put the odds on that this, uh, Jason called the other day. This is probably, oh, it could be Donnie. Let's go to the phones. Hi, you're on the Live at Five show. Well, it's nobody. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn, what's going oh, on? Oh, uh, I should have wagered, wagered on, uh, on uh, Jason, whatever your last name is, Jason Trainer. Yeah, what's going on? Jason, I, I, again, we, we, we got to stop meeting this way. Remember, there's a lot of people running for council turning into uh, a I'll phone make book. A, I'll make it short and sweet. All right. Must be an investment in our community in our city. So often I lived here all my life, and we always take and take and take it. So for my platform... I want to be a investment opportunity in this city. And, and what that curtails is my job preference, my job quality, and where I work, also in the community and also being a city council member. It's not just talk. We need to walk to action. But I'll make it simple also. The $30 million is going to cost to upgrade the water system. we got to stop this out-of-control spending, this reckless behavior that we have in this York. Are you reading that? Uh, no, I'm not reading it. Oh, okay. It's coming uh, from my book. 
because uh, Jeff uh, Smith has talked to uh, yeah, Chucky Schumer Chucky about Schumer. getting uh, Chucky Cheese uh, Slicky, yeah, Chucky Schumer Slicky Vicky, right? And and uh, they might get some grant money, a couple million dollars, but the reality of it, we need so much in this city, and I believe the only way we're going to fix it is hard work. Right. Investment. Roll up our sleeves. Investment in this city. Stop right. always taking, taking, taking. Right. And clean up the city together. A community that works together is a community that stays together. There you go. Jason, as always, how's your campaign coming along? Real quick, that was shorter than I thought, so I'll give you that. How's your campaign doing? Good, bad, it's and going, different? It's <clears> going very well. I talked to a lady, I guess she was from Germany. Right. And she said that <clears> she's very disgusted with the uh, uh, way her city looks, this city here, she lives here. Mm-hmm. And I said to the uh, nice lady, yeah. woman, right. I said, I feel your pain. I really want to hear your concerns. So you know, give me a call, 315 4750. And also check out my site, you know, because leave your comment because it's not perfect, mm-hmm. but I care at right. jasontrainer.com. We had a nice conversation. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm here for you. I spent hours mm-hmm. and minutes and days mm-hmm. out in the streets of Warchown, New York, and uh, uh, concerns of the residents. And I don't see anyone else doing that because the only time these other individuals show up is during election time. It takes someone that has hard work that they, that will invest themselves in this community and stop picking, 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 picking. So, Jason, uh, we talked to uh, Spider the other day, uh, Matt something, uh, whatever, maybe that was his, I'm getting him confused. Uh, you know, a threat to your campaign? Or do, you, do you feel you know, like there's a lot of pressure to win this second time around, Jason? Or? Um, not not really, Glenn. I, I feel that this year is going to be a little different. And, and you got to have faith. You know, part of cleaning up our city is having faith and having God in your life. I'm not talking about religious mindset. I'm talking about having passion. I'm talking about being investment. Right. Because you, you can talk to talk, but... Got to walk the walk. walk the walk. There you go. And for me, Glenn, I'll leave at this. I was born and raised here in Wartown, New York. I have a passion, not because I am very passionate about just that, because I care. Hmm. We got to have caring, investment opportunities to have them come in the city because the landlords that spoke up Monday were very pissed off. Right, right. No yeah. one hears their concerns. And I, I stand with you. I stand with the landlords that invest in our community. I would stand to you. Give me a call. This is gotcha. my site. Right. And I stand with the investors because if we don't have investors that spend millions of dollars, exactly. we're not going to fix up the exactly. infrastructure. Uh, right. And the water system needs $30 million. See, I, get, I gave him so a bone. Pay for that? Right. Or even you get the money. Right. All right, Jason, that's awesome. Good stuff. And keep in touch. Right. Okay. All right. I will that, go. Jason's going to change the world one voter at a time. Hey, anything's possible. Jason could be the, you know, he could, he could, be, could be mayor. So far, we have two candidates running for mayor. One is uh, both of which are both city council people. All right. So anyway, today was were the hearings of the TikTok hearings. Uh, I did not see them. I've been busy all day today, uh, and these went on for hours. I heard about them. I heard there was a lot of emotional people there, including a, a, a husband and wife from Long Island, who, from reading what in, what's in front of me, grieving parents of a Long Island teen who committed suicide after watching hours of psychologically disturbing TikTok videos broke down during the hearings today. Uh, They say their 16-year-old Chase took his own life last year after receiving more than 1,000 unsolicited videos of violence and suicide, openly sobbed 
as U.S. Representative Gus, whatever his last name, recounted their son's tragic death. So this is just one example. Now, if you were listening to uh, CBS News at the top of this hour on this station, they were also talking about the creative t- libs of TikTok. Uh, and uh, that's literally the name of her group on there that you can find in other social media platforms. And she has been interviewed uh, on many uh, platforms on, in, on, uh, you know, by uh, cable pundits, including uh, Tucker Carlson. For the longest time, she didn't want to disclose who she was. Uh, other entities and publications, just like uh, New York Times, exposed who she were, was, what her name was, where she lived. Not the first time. Tucker was another target. Uh, and, and all the t- libs of TikTok uh, 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 person was doing, the woman, was literally sharing. She was acting as a portal and just showing what is on TikTok in the form of woke uh, parents, uh, uh, people with blue hair, people talking about uh, white people. And most of it most of it had to do with uh, the influence of the school system on, on kids and how crazy some people are. So it was just so funny that people were saying that she should be uh, banned from what she was doing by merely exposing what's already on uh, what's already on TikTok and other platforms. It's just amazing. But here's what I want to say, without getting into the whole national sense of things. Um, this, they, Joe Biden is not, repeat, not going to ban TikTok. He is compromised. He owes way too much to China because of his dealings with him and his son. And above and beyond that, more so, he doesn't want to rock the boat. This is the same president that allowed a, a, a sizable balloon fly over. And uh, essentially, you know, it's like letting someone into your vault, knowing that they're in your bank vault. They let, him, they let you go in there, steal all the money, and then they knock you out on the sidewalk. But the money's all gone anyway. By that, I mean China got what it was looking for, took valuable photographs from roughly 50,000 feet or more, and uh, now are probably they're just you know probably duplicating everyone, just making sure that when they're good and ready for World War III, they know exactly what to attack. That is our current administration. TikTok is here forever. The most disturbing thing about TikTok, amongst stories like what was read today before Congress uh, of the suicide here, it's pretty simple. And if you're watching Fox and Friends today, Brian Kilmeade was on with someone talking about this at length. And I think we all know about this. There are two versions of TikTok. There are two versions of TikTok. One that's only shown in China, and the other one is shown everywhere else. And the everywhere else one, of course, is what you know a lot of kids between the ages of 8 and 29, and yes, kids at age 29 are still kids, especially today, that there would be an absolute uproar from that voting populace between 18 and 29, and for that matter, older people that would be infuriated with Joe Biden for, for banning uh, TikTok. Because it's so much to them. It's, it, 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 you know, the number one thing that people, f- for the most part, they did a survey of young children in China. And uh, the number one thing that, uh, that uh, they want to be as a young person in China is an astronaut or a scientist. And the number one thing that Americans want to be, you guessed it, they want to be social media influencers. You know, you learn what you live. And TikTok's not going anywhere. Of course, there is an answer to TikTok. And I saw a couple of... Uh, uh, a couple of podcasts in recent months where, you know, we could, t- we could one, shut it down, two, that's not, like I said, it's not going to happen, but we can replicate it, very similar to how they replicate ours. It's pretty simple. It's very much like Instagram. It's very much like the others, uh, t- Snapchat or whichever. It's just one big social media platform that you thumb down with, you know, with your, with your right thumb or left thumb, depending upon where your brain is, 
and you just look at other people's videos of either throwing up or twerking or beating up someone on the street and everyone going, Sid, Sid. Or you could just get uh, you know, Mark Zuckerberg or someone else to come up with something very, very similar and have restrictions to it. We cannot restrict a foreign country from doing what they've been doing and destroying us like this, this, this poor family in Long Island. But rest assured, uh, the president will just walk away from this entirely. You watch. All right, so what happened during the uh, hotline show? Anything? If you know of anything that I'm missing out on, cure my ignorance. Give me a shout at 315-755-1240. 755-1240. Other than the hearings that I would assume would continue beyond today up at Capitol Hill, I don't even know that. Uh, but uh, let's see, what else? Oh, the computer's not cooperating. Let's go back to News Junkie. News Junkie had a, 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 a disturbing story about our local newspaper. And now I can't find it. Dip, 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 dip. Right, let's go to it right now. There we go. Sorry for the delay here. This slow computer. <sighs> All right, here we go. I caught, this caught my eye earlier. And let's see if it's still there. Okay, sign of the times. That's a play on words. It's a pun because it's the Watertown Daily Times. I'm opening it up as we speak. By the way, it's right beneath my mug, along with Councilman uh, Cliff Only, who's probably talking over me at that very moment during when that picture was taken. All right, so here we go. Owner of Watertown Daily Times is selling four publications. This according to Channel 7 formerly owned by the Johnson family. The Johnson Newspaper Corporation, which owns the Watertown Daily Times, is selling four publications. Corporation President Alec Johnson said there's an agreement to sell Batavia Daily News, Livingston County News, Oswego County News, and the Oswego Shopper for an undisclosed amount of money. The publications will be published uh, by Sample News Group. Uh, It doesn't say what the price tag was. Johnson said it's a corporation and sample expect to close the deal on Oswego County Knicks uh, News and Oswego Shop, blah, 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 who cares, Uh, and Batavia. So this doesn't affect our local news uh, publications, but uh, there you have it. Four publications that, you know, the the Johnson family went on a buying spree some time ago, and they figured uh, let's double down on on print by buying more print. And right now, uh, obviously, they're selling four of them. Uh, I, I, again, I, I feel their pain. There's no doubt about it. The landscape has changed. People aren't buying newspapers anymore. And it was an institution for so many years. They had so much control over what we say. And that's typical of any strong newspaper. I, I'll be at the, order to, I checked out the New York Times, the Hartford Current, uh, the Washington Post. You know, those are more or less national or, for that matter, international news base where, you know, you get subscribers from outside your immediate area. But local publications in small towns like this have seen tough, tough times in recent years. Uh, they should have made the move some time ago. They did. They have a, a lovely website that I'm sure they pay someone handsomely for, more than likely from out of town because that's where they get all their people from. They're the only people that can run a newspaper. We can't get anyone around here. Hmm. So uh, there's the latest on that. And also, uh, there was a report of a, uh, this is awful, Mexico bus monitor dies following a school bus accident. So this happened in the county of Oswego. It's, uh, they show pictures of the bus, looked like it was sideswiped, it was going through an intersection. Boy, this would be a great question for Joe Stanley. So you got a bus going through a red light or a stop sign, one or the other. It's sideswiped, the monitor dies, sent to the hospital, dies later. Who is responsible here, the operator or the school? That's the question for Joe Stanley. Of course, if we have any attorneys out there that would like to chime in about that, by all means, you know the number. And who could forget Milagros Verge 
I hope I'm saying that. Vergari uh, Smith, and otherwise known as uh, Millie Smith, announces campaign for Watertown Board of Elections of Education. And we wish her well. In fact, today, I happen to know, I happen to know, <clears throat> Frank Pantangeli, sorry, uh, that the actual voting for our school board, and believe me, today will be one of many days which I will remind you about this, that you can vote for the Watertown School Board on Tuesday, May 16th. This is a day that I will continue to talk about. This is an important day. While every election day is important, May 16th is vitally important. Why? Because that is the type of vote that you make legal right now, or rather you make it important. So what am I saying? Of course it's legal. That you put at the top of your mind and that you can make a difference locally. And as far as what we're talking about, you know, uh, who's, who's, Senator, who's voting for Senator Schumer? You know, you vote for the other guy. It's not going to get you anywhere. It's always going to be Schumer. He'll be 110 years old. He'll be there as long as Mel Bustle will be there as a, news, as a sports guy at Channel 7. He ain't going anywhere. So thus, your vote means nothing if you don't want the liberal man to be your senator anymore. I'm sorry. Kristen Gillibrand, the same thing. Kathy Hochul, yeah, we had a chance with, uh, with Mr. Zeldin. Wasn't going to happen. Not in the cards. So therefore, your vote really doesn't get you anywhere as a conservative. I'm sorry to say that. It's just a fact of life. We live in a blue state. However, we live in a very conservative area, very similar to Midwest values. Not, not much different than Ohio, Indiana, some parts of Illinois, and certainly not Chicago. Yes to Iowa, Nebraska, Kansas, big parts of, of, uh, of uh, St. Louis, other than St. Louis, uh, check that, Missouri, other than St. Louis, Kansas City, and Ferguson. But for the most part, we are a Midwest-style community. And you know how many people vote? for school board in any given time, any given year? Was it every two years? I forget what, I think they do it every two years. You know how many people vote? How about this? Hardly any. Or here's a better answer. Never enough. Do you know the amount of, you know the better percentage of people that, that vote for board, uh, board of elections? Typically people that are in the school system. Those are teachers, those are administrators, and yes, those are teachers. Those are the people that are making the determination that should be uh, that the, for, for instance, uh, the, the, the uh, education board. And by the way, we have an excellent board. I had an opportunity to speak with a couple of them today, and I'll get into that at some time or other, maybe not today, but in the future, uh, <clears throat> with regards to this show and our, and our discussions about the new superintendent, and it's all good, and I'll share that with you. But at that meeting, I found out that, yes, the, the board of elections uh, is coming up. I took that for the uh, school board. I'm all over the place. That's going to be on Tuesday, May 16th, where you, as a Watertown resident, town of Watertown resident, and I think it's the town of Luray, and whatever, I'll have all these, all, all this data. It's not just for Watertown city residents. Remember, the Watertown school board uh, reaches beyond the city limits. That is an important, important date. So let's outweigh the typical people that vote for those that go into these elections. And going forward, using, of course, terrestrial radio, this station, this voice, either, albeit myself, it could be Mayor Jeff Smith, I know there's a little <clears throat> conflict of interest there, but nonetheless, we can at least let everybody know that there's an important date where you, as a voter, right here in the town, right here in the city, can truly make a difference where other times you cannot, and that's just the way it is. May 16th it is. Let's go to the phones and find out who's there. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn, uh, are you correct that uh, the Watertown Daily Times owns 
owns uh, Channel 7? No, no, they used to. Sorry. Yeah, no, uh, Ted right. Kennedy and many others broke that up in 1975. Trust yeah, me. that's what I thought. But yeah. I, I thought I heard you say that they, no. they own Channel 7. No, 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 no. A long time ago. long time. Well, yeah. Were yeah. you born here? Um, were, were you born oh, here? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, so yeah. You, and they also owned uh, what is now WTNY. They used to call it WWNY Radio, which was operated out of the same building there up at, uh, on Arcade Street. So they own, Johnson family owned the newspaper, they owned the TV station, and they owned the radio station, just like uh, Henry F. Potter in, 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 in uh, Bedford Falls. So they, go, go figure. And the bus station. No, just kidding, just kidding. So what's going on, Tim? Um, hey, uh, what do you vote for, uh? School board, anyhow, uh, is that at the high school? Yeah, you go right to the high school. Yeah, you got to look the signs. Yeah, Trust I, me, they don't make it easy. So I'll make yeah, it easy I, for I, you. I, I never voted before, but I like to. Yeah, I mean, um, and I thought, oh, the other thing is, is, I I don't know if you're correct. The story that was told to me was, is I thought they said the truck ran the stop sign into the side of oh, the bus. Oh, I, see, I, th- I, thought the, I thought the bus did. Okay. All right. Sorry. I read it wrong. I, I, I don't know. That's what was told. All right. I'm opening it up right now. I'm opening up right now. Clear that. I thought the truck ran the stop sign and T-boned the side of the bus where the woman sat. Right. So, All right, well, well, here it is. I, I don't know that to be true. No, no, let me check. I'm reading it right now. Uh, New Haven, New York, in Oswego County, a school bus monitor has died uh, after injuries. Her name is uh, Teresa Steele, 63, died, blah, 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 at Upstate Hospital. Uh, officers responded to a crash at the intersection of County Route 1 and County Route 6 in the town of New Haven. This happened uh, yesterday morning at 639. Uh... Uh, and uh, the pickup crash after the driver of the bus of Fulton. Oh, no, no, no. It's Here it is. The Mexico Academy Central School District bus and the pickup crash after the driver of the bus of Fulton failed to stop at a stop sign. So I heard that right. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. You heard that right. I'm wrong. Okay. No, no. That's all right. It happens. Yeah. Appreciate that. No Thanks problem. for clarifying that. No. Yeah, that's too bad then. It's terrible. Wow. What a, what a tragic accident there. Mm-hmm. That's so. a terrible, terrible thing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Good. All Thank right. you, Ron. Thanks, Tim. More time no, no, you're good. Okay. Thanks. That's uh, Tim the Enchanter. It's at the bottom of the hour already. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, Glenn. I'm your favorite new caller. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, just talking about uh, Millie running for the school board. Yeah. And you're all about it, I presume. Uh, I'm all about voting. How's that sound? I'm all about voting. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Well, how many kids do you have in the school district? I have none. Okay, how many does Millie have in the school district? Um, geez, about 20. I don't know. I have no idea. A lot. None. She has none. None. So well, she had I'm, kids in the system. You're right. They're older. Uh, they're all in high school now. No, they, they, go, they go to Northwood or some other private school. That's right. fine. Right, right. But so she's just trying to get in there and... Rattle things up. Yeah, exactly. Make things nasty for everyone. Why does she have to be yeah. here? Why can't we just go along with the rest of the country like Randy Weingarten wants us to? Oh, I'm just saying, man. I know what you're saying. Those Smiths, those Smiths, they just want to get in there. <laughs> well, you sound like Donnie, but I know you're not Donnie, but you have the same cadence, just for the record. It's just an observation. Well, cadence and... and well, you say cadence, but... Yeah, anyway. right, you do. You sound like him. Um, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's fine. You yeah. said I talk like SG, too, so let's yeah. call it even. Yeah. I, well, my, that's really not calling it I'm even. I'm just but. saying that <laughs> Millie has no, other than a taxpayer, she has no skin in the game. Right. Uh, as opposed to being a 
right. parent who has a student in the school. Okay, so let me ask you. Let me ask you a very fundamental question, and I, and I know you yeah. won't have an answer for it. Uh, let's just. I don't have children. I've never had children in the school district, but I still pay school tax. So what's the difference? Well, I think it means a little bit more if you have a student in the school district, which which uh, which I do. I'm not running for school. Right. Okay. But do, listen to what I just said. Well, I pay no, for taxes. Well, so okay. So we can. Yeah. No. This there's, out. No, yeah, there's really no argument. Out long term, if you right. want to go to like Congress and senators and all that. Right. I think Millie just likes to be a, a rebel rouser. So that's fine. Okay, that's fair enough. But that means sometimes yep. you need a rebel rouser to make sure that uh, we, we, you know, we, we get the right people in there. That's all. That's a good. Uh, well, that's a good right, way of looking you, at it. But if, but if they're not representing the students, that that's, there's a difference there. I, no, I don't see that because just like I said, if 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 someone is is you know, like you have an elderly couple uh, that who chose never to have kids like myself and uh, own a house and they're on a fixed income and yet they still have to pay school tax. Should they, you know, based on your theory, and I'm going with your theory, uh, they shouldn't have to pay school tax because they don't have any, well, you refer to, skin in the game, right? I think there's a little difference in that, given the politic- politicization of Jeff and Millie. Hmm. Because you that have what it does, it especially makes sense because of your rhetoric against them. You just don't like them. Well, no, but I, I don't. I, I don't think that they have an input. If uh, taxpayers, yes, good. But if you have a student in the school system, that makes a little bit more. So if if if, if Millie still, and by the way, I think Millie still does have a, a, her youngest daughter. Whatever. Well, her kid goes to IHC. All right. Well, fine. So uh, as a mother and a concerned citizen who happens to be our first lady, if you want to refer to her that way, she, in your opinion, because she doesn't have kids in the school system, or for that matter, anyone on the school board now or in the past, or for that matter, in the future, should not throw their hat in the ring, based on your theory. Right? Well, hmm. no, that's not, that's not necessarily. Well, you're kind of suggesting that. back to your point where I, I don't like the Smiths trying to trying to take over Watertown. Okay. So right. that's fine. All right. Okay. Anything else? No. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. You always got to put a liberal in their spot. They never know how to get out of it. You're on the air. Hey, Glenn. What's up, man? What's going on? It's Big Steve. Dude, I couldn't disagree with that last caller anymore. Right. Of course. That has got to be some of the stupidest stuff I've ever heard in my life. It's almost as bad as me saying uh, that bus had uh, ruined its uh, wheel bearings yesterday. Yeah. Well, it's, I think it's there's no such word as stupider, but that, that is some of the stupidest things I've ever heard in my life. That guy can't even make a sentence because he has. Oh no, she doesn't have any kids in the school. No, it's ridiculous. Shut up, man. <laughs> you want you want to know the difference between Millie Smith yeah. and that that last caller? Is? What's that? She cares. Yeah, she cares. Good point. She cares about what happens in that school. Mm-hmm. She cares about what happens in the city of Watertown. You know, dude. Yeah. So, like, the superintendent should have to have kids in the freaking school district, too? Right. I mean, come on, buddy. Yeah. No, and, and I, I oh, have... No, you yeah. can't be the superintendent. You don't have any kids in the school. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, no skin. I mean, what the... What, come on. I know. I know. But this is what we... This is the new world. I mean, again, he represents more than half the population, in my opinion, at least, uh, think the yep. way he thinks. 
But we're the a midtown town. The reason for the school board is because these freaking crazy people that are running it are doing ridiculous things that she doesn't agree with, and she wants to get in there and and put some common sense on the freaking thing. That's why, dude. Well, it's an, it's yeah, and again, in recent months, and for that matter, what happened last June, which stirred up a lot of uh, attention, you know, with the with the week that they celebrated Pride Week. Uh, that's when a lot of people started saying, started recognizing that this national issue doesn't just include Fairfax County, Virginia, or other school districts like Chicago and Seattle. It's right here. It's right here. And that's why Millie wants to, by the way, not the first time that she's run before. And uh, I would dare say that she lost the last time because people like that saw her as a dangerous entity to the school board. That's my yeah, opinion, you're ta- of course. You're talking about, like, how, the, how this area is the same as, you know, all these Midwestern yeah. uh, areas and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and then you got these crazy people on these school boards and running these schools. These schools are completely out of control. Yeah. These people are absolutely nuts that are running these unions and, and all these school boards and stuff. Right. They're crazy. Well, you know, they're, I, I, I wouldn't... They're indoctrinating our children to act like a bunch of freaking idiots like they act like. Uh, you know, I, and I don't agree with it at all. And I, and I, and I commend Millie. You yeah. know what? Like that guy said, she has no skin in the game, Wait. but yet she still chooses to stand up and and fight for what she thinks is right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, as, as if she's not oh, busy that, enough that, with her or oh, everything no, else. Oh, right. no, you know, she's a smith, blah, blah, blah. Right. They worked really hard for what they got, dude. You know, I can tell you that. Oh, I know that. Yeah, without a doubt. But some people don't see it that way. And I would dare say again, I'm going to reiterate, more than half the country believes what that guy just said. And they're the same Man, people that... Really they're the same it's people... Really they're the same people who do not want to ban TikTok because their children will just be miserable without it. That's the world we're in right now. Sad. Yeah. Sad. That's where we're at. So. And you, know, you, got, you got good people. You know, let's be honest. Jeff Smith is not running for mayor again. Right. Because he's got a lot more important things he could be doing. Right. And he, he doesn't need to be the mayor of Watertown. Right. He did that because for the same reasons his wife was running for... Uh, you know the school board. Right. That's exactly why he's doing it. They don't need he to do this. Enough, right. I don't. I don't. I don't blame him at all for just being like, nah, this this is not worth it. No. You know? Right. Right. Well, yeah. But he. But he did. He certainly and, contributed and a lot of his life to politics. Town, the direction they're headed with Cliff only and all these the other two clowns that are on the city council. <laughs> that's exactly the same way the school board is going right now, in my opinion. Well, and it's bad I, yeah. that a good guy like Jeff mm-hmm. is, you know, walking away. Mm-hmm. To, you know, it's not worth it. Right. No, I, I agree. I, I I do have some things to say about uh, uh, my meeting. I don't know if I'll I'll, I'll I'll you know, but I did have a meeting with a couple of the school board members today. We discussed things. Uh, the power of AM twelve forty, the power of the Hotline Show, and the power of the Live at Five Show have come to the point where, believe it or not, despite the fact that Watertown Daily Times, which is failing, has never approached me about any story that we talked about here, nor Channel 7 or any other so-called news agency up here has ever done anything other than News Junkie. But today, I, I actually spoke to the people in charge, and I got a lot of insight from two very intelligent people. And I, and I learned a lot today. I certainly did. No, no question. Yeah, you, see, you, know, you see all this stuff on the news and stuff, all these, all these crazy things happening in the world. You know, we talked about some of it yesterday about... You know the people that are that are overtaking the city of Watertown. Sure. Uh, you know the homelessness, the drug addiction, mm-hmm. all these other crazy things you see on the news. You're like, oh, geez, that'll never happen here. Well, guess what? It's here. It's here. It's here. It's here. It's right. in the school. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's in the council. It's in the. It's everywhere now. Mm-hmm. It is. There's no question about it. And, I'm, and I totally disagree with that last caller. Right. And you know, he if he hates Jeff and Millie right. because of their success right. and what they've done with their life. So be it, dude. Yeah. 
There's a little bit of envy in there, that's for sure, which is a cardinal sin. Thank you, Big Steve. Big Steve never says goodbye. You're on the air. Talking. Yes, I'm still. Yeah, what do you mean? Talking? Yes, I'm still. It's Danny Fran. Danny, where you been? People were asking about you the other day. You never chimed in. What happened there? Sorry. I'm sorry. Say that again. Yeah, uh, we were talking about you. I think on Monday or two. I think it was Monday's show. Someone was calling you out about something. I can't remember. I'm shocked you didn't call in. Anyway, go ahead. Oh well, I'm not, if somebody. It was an insult. Right. You know that one woman was calling me a wacko and all. I'm, I'm just not going to respond. Oh, okay. No. Yeah, you're right. That one. Anyway, I. Uh, <laughs> Millie Smith. Yeah, Millie. Yeah. I know her. Yeah. She, First of all, she's a very highly intelligent woman. Yes. She's very well-educated. Mm-hmm. She's smart. Yeah. And she's very knowledgeable. And, yeah, she's a little aggressive, but you know what? That's, we might need a personality like that. Yeah, she's from Corona, Queens. But, what do you expect? But, uh, the more wider topic here. I, I subbed in the Watertown City School District uh, grade 7 to 12 for a couple of years. I mm-hmm. couldn't get a permanent position because there wasn't any permanent positions to be had. Right. Anyway, right. I, I subbed uh, 7 to 12. Mm-hmm. And I never had any problem with the school board, the principal, the superintendents, or anything. I think we're we're taking some some situations across the country, like in Florida and in Texas and Arizona and South Carolina, wherever you want to, wherever state, pick a state you want. Right. And I, I think we're kind of exaggerating that with locally here. I think we're trying to say we're trying to use that as a mirror to say. Are we going to be like Florida, start banning books in school because somebody doesn't like what books are on the shelf? I, I think that that's, to me, that smacks of Nazi Germany, 1933. Uh, who's books. who's talking like that, though, Danny? That, that last caller. <laughs> it's, it's here in Watertown. Well, I'm okay, but he didn't mention anything about banning books. I mean, I don't, I didn't, I didn't hear I'm that. Saying, is that the next step? Because that's what's going on around the country. And I don't think that's going on here. Danny, here's the thing. Ever since COVID took our, over our lives and parents like Millie and others were, overlo- were looking over the shoulders of their students or their pe- kids uh, doing their local, you know, their uh, online schooling, which got us nowhere, by the way, that opened their eyes to what they were learning and all the things. All, and then eventually the news agencies, particularly Fox, started talking about CRT and how they were shoving it down our throats in, in, in the, in the uh, elementary level, mid, uh, um, you know, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, high school levels. And all this came to the surface prior to COVID was a gift, like Jane Fonda said, to the left, to the, to the liberals. And COVID was also a gift to parents, which is why Glenn Youngkin won uh, the governor's race in what is considered a blue state because parents drew the line. So, 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 Danny, there should be no surprise with what Big Steve said, with, with, with my meeting with the board members today. People are now concerned that the national issues that we see on national TV are, in fact, right here. No one said anything about burning books, nothing of that nature. But they are concerned, Danny. So you should not be surprised well, by the it, discussions it, it, we have I don't here. See it here. Well, I, I, well, yeah, I guess you're not paying attention to it then. What about what about the, you know? I pay, I pay quite attention to it. All right, well, well, fine. But what about last last year? And again, you know, when when I start bringing this up, everyone says, "Oh, listen to Glenn. He's he's anti this, anti that." But kids are there to learn, and not to learn about orientation for Pride Week at seventh and eighth grade, Danny. And that was a complete curveball. For the for the previous well, superintendent, I who would, by the I way didn't dis- even know about it, I would disagree with that, particularly at the high school level. You know, you don't you don't want to stymie any free thought and, and free expression. You just don't want to. I could that. see it. I could see if it, if it was an anti-bullying platform, because let's face it, people like you know of, of you know who 
who stand out to others, particularly the, you know, the, 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 the caboose that, and all the others that want to pick on people just because they can. I could see that. But no, it's not. It's just a recognition of, of sexual orientation at an early age, which for the most part, I don't think we need that. We already have broadband. We have porn on our fing- on our, at our fingertips for these kids, and you know they're watching it. We have, we have MTV. We have uh, TikTok videos. Why do we need the school system to fuel that fire, Danny? i got to ask you that. So do we need a policy of, say, uh, uh, don't say gay? Well, okay, like- now you're going to get into the weeds about this, that, I'm and the other thing, and, and I'm DeSantis. I'm reality because that is reality, and well, you're, I- you're exaggerating. I, first of all, I would say I would say our young generation has a better understanding of orientation than you and I did when we were that age. But for the school to actually, with talking about that, what do you, a person that's gay or transgender or yeah. whatever, or they're not sure who they are, or are you just going to cast them aside? And no, say, I never. Oh, we don't like I, this. I never said now. that. I never said that. I just said you I know. I didn't say you said it. I said, are we going to just cast them aside and isolate them and say they don't exist as a person because that's they're different than maybe you or I or somebody else? I, I just think what you know the position, for instance, that the state of New York just took about you know whether or not you should have a flag in front of the you know uh, uh, you know the state office building, uh, you know this whole lady issue with uh, the Irish flag being held up in front of the state office bill. They just said, you know what, if no, if people are making a big stink about this flag or that flag, then nobody can do it. And I think that same ideology should be introduced to our school system. We should just teach the three R's, calculus, get people prepared for the SAT, which in many school districts isn't even an issue anymore because too many of the students coming from certain parts of the country aren't good enough to get in our schools, so they've got to remove it altogether. Again, Danny, there's too many moving parts at this point where well, the education I, I system is falling apart. Overhyping and exaggerating it to the extent you've taken some, you're taking some issues that are across the country, but I don't see them in here, and I don't agree with some of the things that's going on across the country because I, I, I'm an educator at heart. Uh, since I retired from the military and what have you, I, I've spent my last many, many years in the education field. So, uh, including with the Army Recruiting Command, it covered half of New York State. Uh, pushing. That's up. great. So, That's good. I'm impressed. So, so I, I, I know an awful lot about education, but there's going to be some callers are going to call in and say, well, who that dumbass? You don't know. Well, no, the, if they do, they're ignorant for saying that. I get that. You do. You do. And, and you're uh, a father, so I, too. I just brush it off. No, because, uh, I know you. And I brush off a lot of what I see what's going on in some... Particularly, Arizona is a hot spot right now when it comes to education. Uh, well, it's kind of spreading across the country, and it's spreading across the country unnecessarily. Yeah, I agree. I agree, and, and it's happening here, Danny. I think you can admit I, I that. I don't think it's happening here. If it is, I'd like to. See well, you just said it's happening across the country. Why isn't it not? Are we not? Are we in another country? I didn't say that. So why why would you say it's hap- It's spreading across the country and not spreading here. Well, you're saying it's it's really bad in the education system. Uh, and, and it's, it's hit us here. So what, what is hitting us here? That's what I said a few minutes ago. Uh, uh, is it hit here to quote ban books? Are we well, going to be doing that? Well, I mean, I, I, I no, I, I don't think I don't think What's that's going to happen. But if, if they're going to ban any books from schools, it's going to be books that you know have. I don't know if you saw that seven, eight year old. I think he was nine years old, and he just read a book that he found in his library. And again, nine years old. What, what grade are you in? What a fourth grade. And he was a smart enough kid to read it just like an adult. He had a high education uh, uh, re- reading uh, uh, c- capacity. And he read it in front of the school board members who were probably embarrassed to hear him say COC, and you can figure out the rest, uh, orgasm, words. I mean, this is coming from a nine-year-old, but this was the book that he found in his library because the school board that he was talking to allowed it. So that's, that's the type of stuff that people here are concerned with. They're also concerned with the discussions we had with the superintendent coming in, which I can explain a little bit more later on, and his, his allegiance to, to the left and politics and everything that 
quite frankly, I feel doesn't deserve to be a part of any school system, well, especially someone in charge. Make, That's all. I don't all. think that would impact his job. You, you know, you might be right. You might be right. But you know what? Uh, you know, it, it, well, we, we have a right to at least challenge it. We're missing one element in this whole conversation. And you know what that element is? Uh, teaching kids. Parents. Respect. Well, parents, yeah. Parents were in an uproar when they found out of what was going on at Case Middle last year. Part right here, it's up to them. Now they may have some political views that kind of go over into the education field. They might have some political views that go into the healthcare field or whatever, and that might influence them on their conversations with the people of the school board and the superintendent and principal and vice principal and what have you. Right. But th that's their prerogative to do that. And God bless parents for getting up and standing up for what's right and wrong. But they they should do it from a factual point of view. And right now. I, and I, I'm glad Millie's running because I've seen some of her clips where she was addressing the uh, school board and what have you. Right. And she's right. Yeah, she is. And I can defend some of the things she said. Well, I, I agree. I agree. All right. Thanks, Danny. I got to go. I got to do a break. Okay, Glenn. All right. That's uh, Danny. And we'll be back after this. You've been hearing about Herringer's contracting, and now your roof is leaking. We'll always call you back. So someone took the liberty of looking up the word superintendent or school boards N not superintendent school boards so and and this this is an accurate you know again this is a google search it, it, this is a screenshot so let me just let me just uh say, so the question was in the field where you put in google where you put your question your parameters keywords who do school boards represent that's it those let's do the numbers here. one two three that's five words who do school boards represent this just came in from a listener and the answer is, and the survey says, <clears throat> as a school board member, you are a representative of the community. You are a leader of the district. You are a steward both of your district's children and its tax dollars. You are an advocate of public education and an educated public. Now, say what you want about, you know, whether or not Wikipedia or anything that you see online is half truth or not, but that is the definition. I don't know if that's Webster's definition but it's what you would find when you put those five words in. So our school board uh, elected uh, a new uh, a superintendent. It was a tough search. It was an economic struggle. And I was informed today, for instance, that, uh, you know, again, the going rate is higher than, than what, you know, some particular caller chimed in as the uh, statewide average, or at least for our area. And so they weren't getting in qualified people. So school board members, all seven of which said, geez, we got to up the ante here because we're not getting those people that fit this area that we can talk to. In, in fact, they weren't getting enough people or candidates at all to even make that comparison, which is why it took an eight-month period. So again, as, as the definition defines representative of the community, you are a leader of the district, and you owe it to, your, to the children and its taxpayers to find the right person. So that solves the economic question to why our new superintendent is actually getting more than the, uh, than the statewide average, or at least in this area, by over $30,000. And here's why. Because once they upped the ante, they got a lot more people that would actually apply to it. Now, you can argue that and say, Jeepers, creepers, the average household income around here is, is six bucks, $6. And I'm exaggerating, but you know where I'm going with that. Why can't you live on 160000 or for that matter, 130000 It's just the way it is. These people get PhDs. They spend a lot of money to get their education. A lot of them don't have scholarships. Whatever the case is, this is what they want, no matter if you're in impoverished area somewhere in some crappy place in Illinois or right here in, in, uh, in upstate New York. So that answers that. But the school board really did go out of their way to find the right, in their viewpoint at least, the right person. And that right person has to answer to them. So 
going forward, just like we have a golf course that a lot of people didn't think we should own, we have to go forward and see what happens to it. Do we want to sell it? Do we want to make lemonade out of lemons? We'll have to decide that later. But that is the, that is the onus of a school board person and or a collective board of, uh, of school board members. So I'm glad I got that education today. Let's go to the phones. Hi, you're in the air. Uh, sorry to call again, but you're talking about the the, the superintendent. Uh, yes, uh, well, I was talking about these uh, by why they have had a struggle getting uh, qualified candidates. Yes. Uh, like I'm going to say again, Glenn, he's got a PhD and two master's degrees. Uh, I I, I got to go. I, someone told me I shouldn't hang up on him, but I can't stand ignorance. Hi, you're on the air. Glad you hung up on that guy. Thank no you. one wants to listen. Enough. It's not two for Tuesday anyway. <laughs> What's Did that? you see that picture I sent you yesterday of the, it's called Princeton Knight? Um, this is Donnie, of course. I, I'm looking Brent. it up, Donnie. Give me a second. Give me a second. I get a lot of people that text me. Why? What is it? So Princeton Knight is a LGBTQ series book that are that's in the library. Okay. Do uh, you know that uh, magazine, the Northern New York Business, that local magazine that we have? Yeah, yeah, probably for sale. Yeah, so they did a story on the librarian there, uh, the one that has a transitioning kid. Yeah, okay. And in the picture, she was holding a book. And mm. I just knew I should look up this book that she was holding because mm. I know where she is. And the, and the name of the book was called Prince and Knight. Okay. And they're all in the library. Did you know that our library system, you can... Children can check out over 500 LGBTQ books. I did not know that, Donnie. Yeah, I, I looked into that last year hmm. when um, I seen that picture of the librarian. Not only she's the librarian, she's also a school board member. Interesting. So, you know, banning books, that book should be banned, but of course they don't. They've banned the Bible, didn't they? Uh, not in this town. Not yet, at least. I'm talking about in schools. They should bring. Oh the yeah, well, yeah, to yeah. School. Well, thanks take to uh, care of all that right. other stuff. No, I understand. Yeah, I don't know, Donnie. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. What you got to go? You no, I know. I, I sure. I'm, I'm just. I'm reading your your description here. Uh, prince and Knight tells the story of a young prince who falls in love with a knight after the two work together. This is kind of like uh, Brokeback Mountain, only for kids. And they, they, excuse me, they battle a dragon threatening the kingdom. So it's like, well. You know, you might not like who they are, but they saved the kingdom. So there you go. That's the moral of the story, Donnie. What can I tell you? Yeah, they they, they took all the <laughs> stuff and they made it gay now. Like Watertown is the gayest city. Oh, stop, 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 Donnie. Besides, Donnie, besides, Donnie, I respectfully uh, disagree. I gotta yeah. go. I gotta go. By the way, we're the drunkest. We're not the gayest. Higher in the air. No, it's gayest. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you on? Are you on two lines? I I literally just went to another line. It's still Donnie. <laughs> It's hilarious. Oh, I just hope it's not who I think it is. I woke up in such a good mood. You're on the air, please. Hey, Glenn. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, I want to go back to the guy who was about the school taxes and the, everything. Yeah, right, right. The PhD guy. Okay, I am 64 years old. Right. My daughter graduated from South Jefferson in 1993. Okay, okay, young person. I still pay taxes right. to the South Jefferson School District, Right, I should still have a say in what they do. Of course. Of course you do. Uh, wait, here's and another thing. This guy Sh is saying that I don't. Should you run for school board? 
I'm not running for school board. No, but, no but I'm not that crazy. Well, well, that's a problem because that was another part of our discussion today. There's a lot of people retiring and not seeking re-election. We just lost a school board member who's pissed off and fed up with the system and left. And this this is a problem too that we're losing landlords, we're losing leaders. And that's why it's important that you note that people who are running right now who want to be in the school board, you've got to know when to vote for them, and that's May 16th. That's all I can tell you. Exactly. Well, no, Millie is doing a great job. Yeah, of course. And, 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 and if I didn't say that, that she'd kick my ass. Of government. <laughs> I did it for 37 years. Right. Well, God bless you, by the way. I'm the ordinance guy. I, of course you. And ordinance guy, what, what didn't you do in your lifetime? Well, I tried to do as best I could for the city of Watertown and a fourth generation to the city of Watertown. There you go. And and what's your daughter doing right now, if you don't mind me asking? My daughter is an executive pastry chef in South Carolina. Is she? Really? Wow. Does she give you some tasty treats every now and then? No, she doesn't cook for me. What? <laughs> what's going on well, there? She, she doesn't, doesn't send... Me, no, she does, does make me on my birthday Yeah. Uh, from scratch a German chocolate cake. Hmm. Anyways. And it's quite I'm sure it's scrumptious. You know, uh, Sandy's daughter does all the cake, and Sandy does too, and they're just fantastic. Someone made a cake recently for um, Laura's mother here, uh, who used to work here, Kim Bizick, and it was one of the best-looking cake. It was a simple cake, but it was cherries all around the edges. It was kind of like oh, yeah. a pink. Ugh, it was just, I just wanted to just dive right into it. the thing is, though, Glenn, what he was saying is that I don't have any right to talk. Right. You, but I pay taxes. Right, I right. $1,295 a year. Wow. In school taxes. Right. I have no children in the school system. Mm-hmm. But I should have a right to talk. Of course. And you should have a right to run if you so desired, is my point. Yes, well, absolutely. Well, no. It, no I know you don't want to run. I get Jefferson that. is not a friendly place for people to run for hmm. election. Hmm. Okay. That's interesting. Good observation. I tried to run for uh, fire commissioner and it, I was just vilified. Were you really? Why? Because I was a city firefighter. Oh. And they didn't want a city firefighter? A man with no, your because they didn't want any of the city bullshit. Oh, um, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. No, I'm sorry, Bravo Sierra. Right. What? Bottle, oh, Bottle Sierra. But guess what? Yeah. City firefighters are trained by the state of New York. Scratch so it harder. <laughs> Yes, I agree. Listen, I got to go, but I appreciate your phone call. Yep, and you, no, you are, by the way, you are absolutely right. Let you know, I, I was just upset no. because that guy said no. I had no right to talk. Not, not. And you I don't have a taxpayer. And you don't have a PhD. You're a moron. Sorry. I'm being yeah. facetious. All right. Thank you, my friend. I got to go. All right. So there you go. Wow. What an active show. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Are you what? You what? All right, I got to go. AM 1240 WE10 Watertown makes this legal. Up next, uh, CBS News. We'll see you tomorrow. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Stacey Lynn in Washington.